So let me let me take a guess. Yeah, so, why do you think I picked this? So this week's song choice, are you uh, starting with the greatest, the theme to the greatest animated show of all time? That we could be watching? To kick off the intro into the worst episode <laughs> of this entire <laughs> fucking series. It's a mix. So there's a little bit of that because we could have watched one of these episodes of Batman the Animated Series instead. And the other thing is, we have a character this week that I named Simp Killer Croc, and <laughs> we'll talk about him later. But um, so yeah, uh, it's a I got a name for him too. It's a twofold thing. The song cut out again. The son of a bitch. I'm I'm gonna hit it. All right, how you doing? <laughs> Just pot it down. We can talk behind it. Yeah, I'm, I got a pot down here. How you doing? Good, good. Also, God, this how good is Batman the Animated Series? Well, it's pretty good. It's well known. It's one so of the greatest. Good. It's probably the best animated show of all time. Did you know they animated, or when they did like the art to it, they animated on black paper instead of white paper? I did not know that. How awesome is that? I always liked that black paper as a kid. It had that, um, you had to use those, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just know that I like the black I paper what, as a kid. I, I forgot what podcast I listened to, it, but they said like, in the entirety of Batman the Animated Series, there were only like two scenes in the daylight. Really? <laughs> yeah, because they animated on black paper. See, this is the kind of stuff we could be doing with our time, but no. <laughs> Instead of watching Sim Killer Croc and Anakin, the absolute shithead. I, don't, I, I do want to do this quick this week, and this is going to be a regular thing. I just want to hit this. Hold on one second. Now it's I just wanted to do that. I really like that. Um, and there's, I don't think there's any opportunity for me to use that this week. There's also no opportunity for you me to use this, which I really like. Yeah, there's not, a, there's not a whole lot of opportunity for you to use a lot of the stuff that we've set up leading into if, this. I mean, <laughs> if I were to diagnose various episodes Hold with on. diseases. Hold on. Before we get into the episode, it's just a phone call between friends at this oh, point. That's right. How's it going? I'm just... I'm fresh off this watch, and it really brought me down, man. This is a rough. I mean, I guess it's you know, it it things have been going a little better. I've been working out again, so that's good. You know, getting hey, some uh, getting sweat in. I only put on twenty pounds in the last month, so that's not bad for being quarantined for over a year. Or well, I mean, I, I did a really good job of staying in shape, and then the stressors of the last month or so have just kind of. Hit me like a ton of bricks. So getting back in the groove there. Nice. That, that'll be good for your mental health. Yeah, I do. I feel a little bit better. I got to try that. I, I gotta, really do. I got to try that exercise. I think you've been saying that for days. years. <laughs> so. like, I'm like, you should work out. Since we've <laughs> met each other, that's my refrain. I think I've told you probably a thousand times, like, yeah, you should work out. I'd be like, I'm going to work out. You should work out. It's good. Literally, there's been times where it's the only thing that keeps me sane. One day I'm going to talk to you out of the blue and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've uh, this week I've read five books and I've worked out every day and I'm just going to blow your mind. What are you so just going to become me? Those are the plan? two things you've been telling me to do since we've met each other. Well, I mean, I've been reading a lot this year. I'm on my 69th book right now. Nice. Year. Up to. Yeah, I know. And yeah, I mean, it's a smaller book. I'm reading The Antichrist by uh, Nietzsche. 
and it's only like 80 pages, but I'm, <laughs> I am taking my sweet ass time with it just because I want to read 69 books this year. Uh, those philosophy books are dense too. Yeah. I mean, this one you could get through pretty easily. It's only 74 pages and it's a light. Um, he was originally intending for it to be one of four volumes, but he never finished it. The guy went insane. Uh, before he actually finished, yeah, but he's a real he's a real piece of work. Let me tell you. But like the philosophy classes that I've taken, like like it's the books that I've read. They're like compilations of like chapters and stuff. And like I remember reading like a chapter of Kant that was only like ten pages, but it was so dense that I had to like <laughs> read like two hours. Times. Yeah. <laughs> He actually, oh yeah, funny. Um, he actually just shit all over Kant in the last chapter I read. Oh yeah, he, he, he oh, hates yeah. him. From he thinks from, he, he flat out calls Kant an idiot. Yeah, from what I, from what I remember, Kant is uh, not a smart dude. Um, well, Nietzsche certainly doesn't think so. Uh, but Nietzsche is just kind of like the incel of philosophers. This whole, <laughs> this, this is, I mean, this is a criticism on Christianity. And like thus far, it's just basically like everybody's a soy boy. That's a Christian. Blah, blah, blah. Pity is a bad thing. Compassion is a bad thing. Will to power. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, all you do is bitch all the time. You are a soy. You're the ultimate soy. I am so happy that you're in a mental state where you're like feeling healthy enough to read that and look at it that way instead of completely sympathizing with it and just going deeper down that dark hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm reading Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. <laughs> Clean your room, sir. Clean your room. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Clean your room and then uh, have your daughter almost get yourself killed by oh, going yeah. on an all-meat diet. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, did. He, he went on the all-red meat diet, didn't he? Yeah. And then, good. He and then he died. caught, like, COVID. Didn't he catch COVID? Yeah, and he ended he, up, like, intensive care or something? His daughter, like, took him to a rave or something, and he, he ended up with COVID, and then Wait, he had to go into an experience. Are you sure about that? He went to a rave? Or something like it was something like that, dude. It I was, would pay to see that guy at a rave. That would be awesome. It was some weird event that he would typically not be at, but because his daughter wanted to go, he like went to it. He got COVID. He was exposed to a bunch of other people, and I can't remember if that was before or after he got hooked on uh, uh, what was it? Amphetamines. He got hooked on some kind of pill, and then his daughter took him to Russia. Yeah, she's dating some like Russian guy. Yeah, but he it's a rehab program in in Russia where they basically just put you in a medically induced coma so you don't have to deal with withdrawals. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Is he back yet? I feel bad for the he guy. He is. He's doing videos, but he looks horrible. And in really? one of his one of his last videos, like his entire the room behind him in which he's recording is just filthy. There's like <laughs> shit all over it. So there have been countless memes I've seen where it's like, keep your room clean, motherfucker. So this guy, he's done a complete 180 and now he is like the antithesis of everything he's been preaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That rules. Um, well, hey, I'm glad he made it. Good for him. That just sounds pretty brutal. Yeah, he's um, powering through it. <laughs> it's just counting down the days to the next Rogan ex- <laughs> Rogan appearance. I don't think he can go three hours, though. Sounds like he's doing a little <laughs> rough. I don't think he can make it. Maybe he wants to come on this pod. 
we only do like an hour. He could pull it. Oh, apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could ask him to break down uh, Anakin Skywalker for us from a psychological no, we'll just perspective. Have, he's got the right voice. We could just have him narrate all the Yoda lines. Anything yeah. we want Yoda to say. He's kind of like this, to be honest. Okay, here goes. <laughs> I'm gonna let Bonsai Buddy sing us here. <laughs> This should be our like uh this should be like our droid theme song. Alright. Um did you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into this? Nah, that's good. Just, uh uh Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, oh good news to everybody that this episode's gonna come out next week. And so we pretty much caught up because we've been um releasing two a week. So we we were kind of under the impression that it was going to take us a while <laughs> to get caught up. But since we started releasing two a week, um, we're almost caught up with ourselves. So um, we'll have more topical things in this uh, phone call between friends going forward. So that's good. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. Happy Life Day. And Happy New Year. What's Life Day? Oh, you. <laughs> so I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the Star Wars holiday special, have you? Um, no. So the I holiday is it on YouTube? I'm I'm sure it is, but the holiday special centers around Han Solo trying to get Chewbacca back home to Kashyyyk for Life Day. For Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, like the Star Wars equivalent of Christmas. That's awesome. We'll we'll have to do after all of this is done. We'll have to do like a live stream of the holiday special because neither of us have seen it. I think this sounds great. So it's basically shitty Festivus. Yeah, it's shitty Festivus. And then there's apparently a weird scene where Chewbacca's dad like watches VR porn and like masturbates, but it's what? all like happens in the seventies. So it's like really trippy and weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Do we have to like? Can we let's let's watch this soon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, but yeah, so we will be more topical going forward as far as like current events go. So that'll be nice that we've caught up here. Um, so just really quick, my rankings of holidays. Number one is Festivus. Number two is Life Day. Number three is Kwanzaa. Number four is Hanukkah. And number five is Christmas. Um, Santa Claus is canceled. Right? Uh, there it is coming up the rear. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're going to piss everybody off here. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Christmas is number one. Christmas whale. The best holiday, I think. Would you call Christmas the best holiday, or are you one of those Halloween freaks? Oh no, I, I, I got nothing. There's nothing wrong with Halloween, but I, I am definitely not one of those people that like hold that higher than Christmas. All my holidays are ranked based on how much time I got off in grade school for them. So Christmas is number one with a bullet. Oh yeah, Christmas and New Year's number one bullet. You get like two weeks off. Um, so yeah, Thanksgiving too. Well, we're in a we're in the U.S., so obviously it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those That's are going to be strong. You usually got three days for Thanksgiving: get the Wednesday, Thursday, those, and the Friday. Those are the two big boys where we're from. But and then my third favorite holiday is something called MEA, which is the Minnesota Educators <laughs> Association, and that was it's two days in the middle of October that all Minnesota students get off because there's the teacher conferences. I don't know so how the I don't, fucking rules. I don't know how the teachers union like pulled that one off, but kudos to those guys. Cause yeah, I'm, whenever it's MEA, uh, I still feel really good for the kids. I feel great <laughs> for the kids. I live vicariously through those kids during MEA. Um, okay, so we're just talking bullshit now. Let's uh, let's hop into this episode. Yeah, let's go.
That's gonna be a long one. Oh, I don't really want to, dude. It was so bad. I don't even want to talk about it. To be honest, <laughs> it's such a shit episode. I think this is where it always it always got me. Where I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh my god. Okay, should we start getting into it? <laughs> okay, so here we are. Destroy uh, we have... malevolence. No, this is downfall of a droid. Oh, pff, I'm okay. We'll you cut watched that the right part. episode, right? <laughs> oh no, I watched the one. We're watching the one with the choo choo, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm, jo- right. I'm joking. No, downfall of a droid. Original. I get this. I want to get this one over with. Don't fuck with me, all right? Original air date November seventh, two thousand eight. Nice. Did you look anything up on that date? Do we got anything exciting going on? I didn't look up at anything on the date, but it is like, it's in sequential order right after the last one we watched. And boy, the last episode we watched, I would consider that one a highlight <laughs> in, the, in the ones that we've watched thus far. Like, I had a lot of fun watching Rookies. And boy, it was hilarious. Boy, <laughs> Did we go from zig to zag on this one? Um, well, really quick, did you want to hear a fun fact about November 7, 2008? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Headley Howarth, he is a New Zealand cricket spin bowler, 30 tests with 86 wickets, died of cancer at the age of 64. Oh, well, RIP. Yeah. Thank you for the memories, Headley. Um, that is literally the only thing when I Googled it on this day, on November 7, 2008. <laughs> Uh, that is 12 years, one month, and 22 days ago from when you're recording this. Um, the Chinese zodiac sign was rat, and the star sign, as always, is Scorpio. It was a leap year. Hooray. All right. That's all I got on November 7th, 2008. <laughs> Maybe in the future we could do something like uh, insert whatever the number one song of the time was. We'll that take was a deeper one. dive on the uh, on the air dates moving forward. We'll flesh that, we'll flesh that out before the next episode. Um so anyways, our episode this week is Downfall of a Droid. This is season one, episode six. And as you just mentioned, it is the pink eye of episodes. <laughs> if I was going to diagnose an episode with various diseases, this is everything in under everything under the sun. Anything you can find on WebND, this episode is this. This is the worst episode yet. I'm not even going <laughs> to sugarcoat it. I don't know what I'm going to give it at the end of the episode out of 10, but it's not going to be pretty. I hated this. I hated this with a burning passion. This um, was, um, I'm thinking back to like the first time that I watched through the series and I'm pretty sure, I think I'd mentioned in a previous episode, like I started watching this during a time when it was like, I'm spending a lot of time alone in my apartment in Chicago and I just like started buying a bunch of like Star Wars Legos, building those and watching this because I had never seen it before. And I... I think this was like in the part of the season one where I like was tuning out most of it while I was like building Legos and watching. Um, And every once in a while there would be like uh, a high point of an episode that would like bring me back in. But I think I tuned out this entire episode. It, I think, you know, I, I literally think this is where I would normally, when you try to get me to watch it, I would normally watch in the standard order. And I think this is where there's nothing to it. There is absolutely nothing to this episode. It could could be a five minute segment in another episode. There's that would be preferred. 
I wrote at the end of my How notes. How did they drag this out for 20 minutes? It felt like two fucking hours. I wrote at the end of my notes. I said, what happened in this episode? <laughs> nothing happens in this episode. Absolutely nothing. It's crazy. <sighs> All right. Let's get into it. I want to get it over. The, honestly, right, I, yeah, yeah, let's get the recording. I don't even want to. Honestly, I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> All right. Dude, okay, so you know, we get our music, the, the intro. I'm gonna play it just to liven this up. <laughs> I was hoping that you got oh, oh okay. No, that one. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So we got that like you get every week. Um and then it pods down. Well, I'm potting it down. But you get that like you do every week, and then it jumps in. You know, we it jumps into that like um it's like a war propaganda kind of announcer guy, right? Like yep, the, yep. the like the World War II like you know, the American forces have landed. In yeah, Europe, well, and it's, it's exactly the same voice as Admiral Yalaren, who's been in okay. previous now, episodes. But. One thing I noticed when I first started watching this episode, the energy is really low from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, he's like, he's really into it and he's vibing, right? This week? No, he's not vibing at all. He, he, he sounds like he's about ready to take a nap because I think they forced him to watch this episode before he recorded <laughs> Did you notice he had lower energy? I didn't notice that, but I want to go. Usually, back he's really it into it. He was, he was not feeling it. Maybe I'll try to pull it and put it at the end of the episode or something. But he was not feeling it. You could tell this guy was just no. Nah, fuck this. Why? Are, don't even air it. Let's just delete this from, from Earth. Just burn. <laughs> just burn it. Just burn it alive. Anyway, I'm pretty sure that's um, Tom. That's that's Tom Kane who's doing like Admiral Admiral. Yularen, the narrator, he's, he does a bunch of voices for the Clone Wars. Is he on Twitter? Do you think we could reach out to him and see if he hated this episode as much as we did? We have to, yeah. Okay, we, we'll reach out to him. Tom Kane, we're coming for you, buddy. Don't worry. Maybe you'll want to come on and bitch about it. He, <laughs> if he wants to comply, I, yeah, I will gladly do a special episode where this man can bitch about this episode. Uh, <laughs> All right, I, I, let's just get to it. I have to stop complaining about it. I'll have plenty of time to complain about it as we go. Um, so, um, Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker is in the Bafawai system. It's basically on the Outer Rim, and it's kind of in danger of falling to the Separatists. Um, uh, we get Obi-Wan opening the episode on a hollow with Anakin and Ashoka. Um, the Separatists are coming for him. There's like three ships. Anakin's the last... Uh, Republic anything out in this space, in in this section of space. And Obi-Wan is recommending retreat. Um, Ahsoka pretty much agrees. And of course, Anakin says, no, I got my own plan because he doesn't listen to anybody. Uh, <laughs> he just does whatever the hell he wants. This guy ever take an order? Hold on. In, uh, behind the scenes, uh, <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Uh, I think at some point during this episode, you sent me a text that in all it said was, I fucking hate Anakin. <laughs> I do. I hate him. He's a dick. At what he part did any. you send that? Was that during the beginning or was that towards the end? Literally like five minutes into the episode. I was like, oh, this, guy. this dude sucks. So Obi-Wan's recommending retreat. And Obi-Wan is his superior. Obi-Wan's recommending retreat. Ahsoka's agreeing. Anakin, of course, says no. He goes, I have a plan. They'll beat Grievous at his own game. Um, so Anakin's hanging out with his three Republic cruisers in this outer rim area. Um, and Grievous suddenly arrives with six ships. So it's six on three. Uh, so looking good. Um, now, Grievous, uh, the, th the three ships are parked in like an asteroid field. Think of like 
I don't know. You know, an asteroid it's field the, around planet. Think of like Mars. No, no, it's not Mars. Which one's Saturn? Saturn's the one, right? Yeah, but it's it's Mars. so it's it's an asteroid know, base. It's an asteroid belt, so it's a ring it's around, belt right around the middle of the planet. The planet. Yeah. So like Saturn. Yeah. Saturn's got a belt, right? Yeah, I haven't looked but, at the planets in a while. Does well, Saturn, Saturn have an asteroid belt, or is it just like a? Saturn's oh. the one with rings from a distance. <laughs> they look like rings. <laughs> If I'm remembering my second grade education correctly. <laughs> How bad is it that I haven't looked at the planets Saturn in years? Saturn is the one with rings. All but, I know is Pluto isn't a planet anymore. Yeah, <laughs> all thanks, I know. Thanks, Neil Tyson. Um, what but ass. as we all know, those rings, if you zoom in closely, they're made up of asteroids and rock and ice. And so this planet has rings, but it's an asteroid belt. And that's where they're hiding inside of those, which I thought was cool. Like opening up that shot of the it's three, a, yeah, the, it's the three ships inside the rings. I thought that was a pretty cool part of the show. Yeah, and like the first five minutes of this episode are like the only five minutes that they should have even used. That's it. <laughs> Anyways, so Anakin, it's part of his plan. He's parked in this asteroid belt. Uh, it's part of his plan. Grievous uh, decides to go straight through the asteroid field to engage them head on. Um, he, one of the droids is like, why are we doing this? Why don't we just go above it and come down? And Grievous has some sort of, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said. It was it's like, like that's oh, too obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's too obvious. You know, we'll, we'll give him better this way. Whatever. Grievous sucks. We've clarified that in the last few weeks. He's not a good general. I don't understand why anybody thinks that he's a good why general. What the hell? It, it, if I, I may have just had a complete lapse of memory, but I do not remember any part of the Clone Wars where he demonstrates how he is Competency. a good general. Seriously. How he is a good general. And, like, he has a... It's obvious they mention it in multiple episodes. They mention it in multiple movies. Like, he is a... He is one of the best generals. He has. He is so feared. He is Remember? so fierce. And he's a complete... <laughs> he is a, a jackass. Complete the entire time. And then... And- Jedis aren't afraid of him at all. Like they want, I mean, they obviously want to kill him and get rid of him, but they're not afraid of him. It's not like they, they fear him in any sort of way. And going, you know, I don't, I don't know how big of fans, people that were listening were going into like Revenge of the Sith. But back then, 2005, all you heard about Grievous was he's like this total badass. And he's like this awesome Jedi killer, and he's just been wasting Jedi's. And well, what was in, the in, um? What was in, the cartoon? Yeah, the Tartakovsky. In the Tartakovsky cartoon, I think it does demonstrate a little bit more about like how he is actually legitimately feared, and he can like kill Jedi and that type of thing. But that all just completely falls off and gets lost in translation with yeah. the, this Clone Wars. I don't know. It's just out of all the characters I've ever been hyped about, he is the biggest letdown of all time. Like <laughs> time and time again, this character just sucks. And for the amount of hype that he had going into that movie, just fell flat. Just fell <laughs> all right. flat. All right. Um, Let's get back to the, the yeah. episode. What else is going on? So here? Anyways, he's going through the asteroid field and the droids are like, oh, I'm going to do that, blah, blah, blah. Go, oh, we're going to do it this way. So they go through the asteroid field. He puts all power to the forward shields to deflect the asteroids. And his theory is that they can't get flanked. They're going through the asteroid field. They're coming at them head on. Um, 
So Anakin jumps out with some fighters. Ahsoka stays on the bridge. So Anakin and some fighters go out to engage the Separatist ships. Um, there's a little bit of a space battle going on, uh, nothing out of the ordinary. But as soon as the Separatist ships are deep enough in the asteroid field, Anakin orders Ahsoka to spring the trap. Um, and then suddenly we get Rex and some other clones, and they're actually on some of the asteroids. And they're flanking the Separatist ship suddenly, and they're shooting. <laughs> they just unload on all these Separatist ships who don't have shields up in the rear, mind you, because they put all the power to the forward shields to deflect asteroids. What kind of, what were those tanks that they were using? Do you know what the name of those tanks? They look like rhinos. Yeah, they're the ATETs. ATETs. They're in, they're in uh, Attack of the Clones, and I think in one of the like Order 66 scenes in Revenge of the Sith, they're in there. Um, but yeah, they're like the, the main clone walker like thing that they use in all their yeah. land battles. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. But they really kicked the shit out of these Separatist ships. So a whole bunch of clones on a whole bunch of these ATETs just blowing the shit out of the six Separatist ships there. Um, and it's pretty clear very quickly since there's no, they have literally no shields up that it's over. Like Anakin's little plan worked. Uh, he completely pulled it off. Um, so <laughs> Grievous... Grievous sees the writing on the wall. If there's anything he's actually good at, it's getting the fuck out of places when he's <laughs> fucked up. Like that's he's a good escaper. That's he it. Is, he's good he at is, escaping. He has demonstrated that thus far. And that's what and you get from him in episode three, too. He escapes in the first 15 minutes. You know? <laughs> I, so like polishing this turd as much as possible, like that was a that was a decent plan. Like when that came through, like I was legitimately surprised. I thought that was a good, like, thought-out plan. It was cool to see, like, those those carriers that you would typically see on land, like, crawling across an asteroid. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. But my question is, how much damage were those asteroids really doing before they put all power to forward shields? Because they were just kind of bouncing off, you know, like, um, did they really need to put all power to forward shields? I don't know. And I'm just really trying to really just, you know, denigrate Grievous some more. But (laughs) (laughs) anyways, um, so Grievous bails. We do get a Grievous somersault, which is one of the other only cool things that he does. He somersaults into his fighter. Uh, God, I want a montage. I want a montage of just nothing but Grievous doing a somersault into a ship. Yes. Intrepid listener, make Grievous somersault montages. And put Uh, it to the Dukes of Hazard music. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll I'll get the uh, Dukes of Hazard theme inserted every time we get a Grievous somersault. That's a counter. Okay. We've been looking for a good counter. We've been it's looking Grievous. for a counter. Grievous somersault into his fighter counter. That's our new counter. It's, it's the Grievous version of Bo and Luke sliding across the, yeah. the general lady to get It really the, is. It's like his the thing. Driver's side. There's two things he's good at, and we've just clarified him. He's good at getting into his fighter by somersaulting, doing a flip into it, and he's good at and, escaping. And <laughs> freaking the fuck out of people by like doing a spider crawl while he's escaping. <laughs> God, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Um, anyways, Anakin's out in his fighter. He's oh, this episode sucks. This episode's <laughs> awful. Anakin, anyways, Anakin spots the episode. It should have ended there. <laughs> Anakin spots him. He's chafing, and he goes after him. Um, there's a blast as he's chasing Grievous, and it kind of damages Anakin's fighter. 
Uh, he loses control of the fighter. Uh, he kind of like half of his right wing kind of blows off. Um, and he wakes up in sick bay, and Ahsoka is there well, to there's greet a piece him. Of, there's a piece of shrapnel that got caught. Yeah, okay, is that what it was? In, All right. There's a piece of shrapnel that got caught in Anakin's ship. Yeah. But it, and it, Anakin, I think R2 was advising Anakin to slow down. But he just kept going. I think yeah. Anakin wanted to catch Grievous, so he just kept pushing it and kept pushing it, and then eventually uh, proved not to be the wisest move yeah. because his, his wing blew off and he w- wakes up in the sick bay. And he probably should have just died, and they probably should have just canceled Star Wars. Because <laughs> it's the worst episode. Um, so anyways, Ahsoka greets Anakin um, when he wakes up in sickbay, notifies him that R2 is gone. Uh, R2 is lost in the explosion. Um, Anakin then goes to the bridge. He's talking to Obi-Wan on the hollow, and he's visibly dejected um, over the loss of R2. And oh. I usually love Obi-Wan, but good Lord, could they make him any more cold-hearted? Uh, <laughs> he literally says, oh, well, R2 units are dime a dozen. It's only a droid. You know, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, and this, okay, if we want to give it way more credit than it deserves, it could, it, this could just uh, give a little bit of credit to the, <laughs> to A New Hope when Obi-Wan is like, I can't seem to remember owning a droid. Yes! Like, maybe, yes! Yes! Maybe he legitimately just does not give a shit he just, about because he just doesn't <laughs> care. R2. I still don't buy it, just based on the amount of <laughs> shitting on R two he does between now and Revenge of the Sith. But who knows? Uh, maybe we'll get those answers someday. But that answer is not today. Anyways, um, he does say it's only a droid attachment is not acceptable because that is one of the Jedi creeds. You're not supposed to be attached. You be compassionate, but you can't be attached to things. And Anakin is clearly attached here and he's clearly distraught over losing r2 um and this is kind of a theme with anakin he gets very attached to people and he has a hard time dealing with loss um so but anakin says well it's not just that i didn't wipe the memory he's got all basically all of the republic plans (laughs) on this droid that's now missing and obi-wan freaks out (laughs) he's like dude (laughs) go get your fucking droid and then anakin once Obi-Wan, after Obi-Wan scolds him, is like, you need to go find that droid then. We can't just have that, you know, we, you know, that's seriously confidential, high, top secret shit. Um, Anakin, like, immediately cheers up then. Like, well, it's like a kid who threw a fit at Target because yeah. he couldn't get a toy. And then finally the parent acquiesces and says, fine, you can get the toy. And the kid's like, goes from crying to like jubilant within, you know, 0.5 seconds. We do get a little scene where uh, Ahsoka starts coming to the defense of Anakin when, like, Obi-Wan is reprimanding him. Yeah. Ahsoka has said, like, well, actually, like, letting R2 hold on to some of those secrets has proved beneficial in the past. So that's kind of a reasoning behind. She's, like, trying to save his ass, but yeah. Yeah, um, so she kind of covers for him a little bit, uh, and it does kind of call off the dogs slightly. Obi-Wan lightens up a little bit, and well, you better find that droid. Um, it is an interesting dynamic, too, because like Anakin was Obi-Wan's apprentice. Now Anakin has an apprentice in Ahsoka, so like those three have an interesting dy- dynamic in Ahsoka trying to learn what being a Jedi is from Anakin while simultaneously recognizing that Obi-Wan is a like Jedi master and has influence. And she's 
like it's it's an interesting relationship to watch the three of them. Yeah, and I get the feeling that Obi-Wan kind of wishes that Ahsoka was his Padawan because she actually listens to things. And <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if that gets fleshed out a little more. I just got the vibe that, like, Obi-Wan, he, he literally says, you should listen to your Padawan. It's like, yeah, no shit, you probably should. Well, Anakin said, like, well, like, you listen to yours. Like, Anakin gave him lip back, basically saying, like, like you never listen to me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, probably because all of his ideas suck, but yes, there is there is that. He is, he is he's really going down the shitter for me in this series. <laughs> like, I just I'm re- having a really hard time defending him in any shape, way, shape, or form. He just clearly, you know, I just get the vibes. He just doesn't want to be a Jedi. So you know? so far. Where are you at when it comes to uh, Clone Wars Anakin versus Hayden Christensen Anakin? Which one would you rather have? Probably Hayden Christensen, honestly. <laughs> Clone Wars Anakin is infuriating. I'm The guy, all he does is disobey orders, does his own thing. I, and, you know, and you, and you mentioned to me, it's like, no wonder they didn't make him a Jedi Master. You know, he's got a control. This guy has no self-reflection skills whatsoever. Like, he's never looked in the mirror and been like, ah, oh, you know, these people got way more experience than me. They're teaching me. He doesn't respect his own. He doesn't respect anyone. Like, he's not, he's not a bad, I'm not going to say he's a bad, no, he is. He's a bad person, too. <laughs> he already slaughtered a fucking village at this point. He fucking sucks. Like, the dude sucks. Well, like, yeah, yeah. He was a scared little boy, and now he's an angry man. It's just like, oh, it's just like Yoda said. Yes. Um, well, so, we're, we're, so we are. Wow. We're, this is going to be like a four-hour episode if we don't get <laughs> No, a four-hour episode for the shittiest one. Uh, we are 11 episodes in, so let's see if uh, there is a time where you change your tune about Anakin. I'm sure he'll do something that I like. It's got seven seasons. Eventually, he's got to do something that doesn't completely suck ass. Uh, okay, so anyways, Anakin and Shoka are going to go out and look for R2 amongst the wreckage. Um, we have a replacement R2 unit. Um, he's black and yellow. <laughs> it's R3X6. I don't know what that annoying little thing at the start was, but this is going to be R3X6, his theme song, Black and Yellow. He's actually black and gold, but black and yellow just works. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Pop, pop this down. So before we get into R3 and that relationship, did you notice the, like, the very noticeable difference in... Uh, just score that happens in this episode. I haven't remarked, and I will get to that because when is, it hit me, it is insane. <laughs> like seriously, this, this entire episode, like it's it's throughout the entire episode, it sounds like we're in a fucking rave. It's crazy. It isn't. It's house music. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote it down here somewhere when it just hit me, and I was just like, "Where is this music coming from?" Do you know- do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of there's one episode of Seinfeld, and I think it's like season one, or 
it's season four, episode one, I think, or somewhere. It's season one of, or it's episode one of one of the seasons where it's the typical music. It's like the the like bass with the thing, but they they put some scat music into it. <laughs> so so it's like. It's the normal music. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Behind like it, that, you have vocals going some like, singers, like, dap, dap, up. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like voices saying like, doo doo yeah. And like, and it's weird, and you hear it, but at the same time, it doesn't remove you from the episode because yeah, it's jarring. It's, it's in but the it's, same vibe, you know. It's in the same, you know, it's in the same genre as what you're used to, at least. But it's only in one episode, and apparently, like the. TV executives were like, never do that again. Like, no. <laughs> no, we are never doing that again. And that's this what it kind of... For this show, though, it's so bad. It's like elevator techno. It's elevator music mixed with like house music is the best way to describe it. <laughs> um, okay, so they go out amongst the wreckage in the twilight and they see a scavenging ship that's roaming through the debris. Uh, and this is after they find the ship and R2 is missing from the ship wreckage. Um, but they do find a scavenging ship roaming through the debris. So they decide to dock in it and they enter. Uh, Ahsoka immediately remarks how much it stinks in the ship. Uh, it does look like it smells in there. It's very damn. Oh, it's a garbage ship, of course. <laughs> it is a junker. Uh, and we get our iPassword bot that greets them. Uh, what are the, Do you know what that iPassword bot is? Like I the one at Java's Palace. I, I didn't look it up, but yes, I, I I wrote down the doorbell droid, and I love the fact that those things have been consistent like throughout the canon. <laughs> like in Return of the Jedi, they're there. In Clone Wars, they make like multiple appearances. And they're as, consistent like, as doorbell droids, and like in Mandalorian, they're there. Like, and they sound exactly the same. Like, I really, they, I think they make the same. I think they say the same thing every time. Yes. It'd, be, it'd be a good experiment to go through and just see if they're making the same sounds every single time. I think, I think right. it's the same. But like, I really appreciate the consistency of yes. those things. Yes. So if you've seen Return of the Jedi, which I'm assuming you have, it's same kind of droid that is at uh, Jabba's will, uh Let's mark the time. We will insert that sound. And so those, those doorbell droids, they make the same sound and everything uh, that's this sound right here. Goodness gracious me. Okay. So, <laughs> got ourselves a doorbell like, droid. You want a poopot or, or something like that. Yeah. And Anakin tells our, our good friend, the iPassword bot, doorbell droid, whatever you want to call it, uh, that they are looking to buy a R2 droid. Uh, and then suddenly we have like a circular door. It opens like in a circular way. I don't know if we've seen too It's many an aperture. It's an aperture an aperture door. Okay. That's what it's called. The aperture door. Uh, and it only opens halfway. It's like basically broken. Um, yeah, it's jump ship. Yeah. Anyways, suddenly they're greeted by this crocodile ass looking motherfucker. And he's basically a fat, short killer croc from Batman the Animated Series, is what I remarked. <laughs> like he's like Killer Croc if Killer Croc was left out in the sun for like six months and then stomped on by an ATAT for 20 minutes straight. <laughs> just, he's a crappy killer croc. I call him simp killer croc. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, uh, his name is, it's hard to pronounce. Uh, 
God Did say his name? I didn't catch it. It's God knocked or something, something along the, it's two words, G-H-A and then N-A-C-H-K-T. So God knocked. I think Simp Killer Croc. But he is, so you know the other, do you know the other character that is like the most famous member of that species in? Is it the the bounty hunter from Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, it's Blosk. Okay. So he, I, he takes better care of himself because <laughs> obviously no, my name, I kept writing down. I kept calling him. I kept calling him fat Bosk. That's what <laughs> I kept calling him throughout this entire thing. I'll be calling him simp killer croc going forward. Uh, he, okay. So as he's going through this door, he literally like farts directly at them twice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he hires farts at them. I think even in the Jar Jar scenes, the worst of the Jar Jar scenes, we got like one fart and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) But they decided to do one and that was it. Honestly, just in the cesspool, the sewage that this episode is, I laughed at this. (laughs) (laughs) He farts directly at them. Twice. Twice. Oh, God. (laughs) All right, let's move. Let's. We got to get going here. <laughs> um, so Anakin says, "Hey, we're looking for a droid," and he's pretending at this point that Ahsoka is like his girlfriend or his daughter. I couldn't make it out, and he calls her some pet. Yeah, nickname. I know. And I. Yep. This is the problem with this show. I would meet. I would assume daughter, but the problem with this show is I don't know the boundaries of acceptable age behavior in this universe <laughs> at all. Like with, between the Anakin Padme relationship and the obvious grooming that went on there. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, dude. It's like Michael Jackson's fucking playground out here. <laughs> so bad. But anyways, she lost. He's like, oh, she lost her last R2 unit. We need a new R2 unit. Do you have any? Uh, Simp Killer Croc is like, oh, I don't know. I don't got one. Uh, how do you want to trade for that R3 unit? Ahsoka, Ahsoka's very attached to black and yellow here, black and gold. The R3 She's unit. already given it a nickname. Goldie. It's Goldie. Uh, Ahsoka's like, no, Anakin flashes him some currency, and Simp Killer Croc is like, all right, come on in. I might have something stored away in the back. Uh, he leads them to this, like, creepy storage area, and he literally, like, shuts the door behind them in a very creepy fashion, like, look around, and he's, like, smiling in a creepy manner and <laughs> shuts the door behind, like, locks the door behind them. Not sus at all. Well, so, we have- it, so I, had a, I had the similar thought, like, like, oh come on, this is so weird and creepy. But then, I, but then I immediately thought back to my past and when I was like fixing up cars and shit. There are a couple of places around the Twin Cities. I don't know if they're like a chain or whatever, but they're called You Pull Our Parts, and it's basically like you drop your junk car off with them, and they just put it in a lot, and then anyone that wants to come and strip cars can just like go into the lot and like have at it. That's what it reminded me of. It was like, I've actually done this, that type of thing. Just a junkyard. (laughs) Basically when they're walking through there. Yeah. You just see like decapitated droid heads and shit in this, in this crappy storage area. Um, We do see as they're walking through there, we see two deactivated assassin droids. And those are the ones with, um, if you've been, if you watch the Mandalorian, uh, you saw one uh, when they were going to retrieve Baby Yoda in, what was that, the first episode, right? Yeah, it's the uh, assassin droids. They're, 
IG-86 units. Uh, so th- the most famous one is the Bounty Hunter IG-88, which looks exactly the same as those guys. He's just like all black and he's a bounty hunter. He's somehow got like sanctions or whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're skinny assassin droids. They got a, like a tube head, basically. Um, they're like lesser Ki Adi Mundis. Um, <laughs> they're like crappy cone heads. Uh, so they're walking through there as they search for R2, and suddenly you hear your R2 make a noise. It's very clearly R2. Um, Anakin hears it. He's like, hey, did you hear that? And it was very clearly R2. Like, I, it was indistinguishable. I knew oh, it was yeah, R2 yeah, yeah. Well, immediately. Like, even when I think it's R3, the new, the new droid that's walking around with Anakin and Ahsoka, um, R3, like, has a different tone to his beeps and boops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so clearly, at the very least, they know there is an R2 unit there. At the very least, which we'll play in here in a minute. Uh, so they try to get Goldie R3 uh, to open the door. Goldie's a bit of a dumbass, and <laughs> he activates the, starts turning on the lights in the storage room, and then he accidentally turns on the assassin droids. Uh, so the assassin droids immediately go into defense mode. A fight ensues. Um, Anakin's about to get shot in the back, by the way, by one of these. And Ahsoka just jumps in and saves his ass and cuts one in half. So uh, and this she- is this is one part, too, that I, like, actually, like, appreciated in the darkness of this episode. Like, what a sh- just huge pile of shit this episode was. Like, this was, like, a kind of gem in it, which is, like, I've always liked ig88 like you see ig88 in empire strikes back he's with the rest of the bounty hunters on that like big star destroyer talking to darth vader um in ig88 like in the shit that i've read since i've been a star wars fan it's always talked about ig8 ig88 being like so cool like such a badass like he's so dreaded like can like hunt and kill and all that stuff but like in that scene because it was filmed in 1979 he just is stationary like he's a prop standing next to everyone and his head moves back and forth a little bit so this is the first time that i got to see like those droid units moving in a way that i could like piece together and be like oh this is why that droid must be dangerous it's because and, you see them like climbing up the scaffolding mm-hmm. and their arms can move behind them and then like articulate in a way where the behind like their behind is now their front like and i think they're the very mobile droids. droids they're very agile you can tell how they'd be an effective assassin and the mandalorian built mm-hmm. on that and with their that droid in the Mandalorian, like he demonstrates that better than the cartoon does. But the cartoon, when I, when I saw that, that was the first time that I like actually like was able to put the pieces together and be like, Oh, cool. Okay. So these droids that I've seen throughout star Wars, that's how they actually move. Yes. Uh, They are very good fighters. Uh, They, you know, they hold their own against the Jedi uh, for a little bit there, but they ultimately do succumb to the Jedi. No shock. Um, R3 then gets the door open and Simp Killer Croc is standing right there to greet them. Matt, Anakin immediately pulls his lightsaber on him. <laughs> um, where's my droid? Anakin, you know, screams, where's my droid? And 
Ahsoka just goes, Master, what are you doing? R2's not here. And it's like, we literally just heard him 10 seconds ago. But hey, sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to leave um, without any further questions. He clearly heard R2. I mean, come on. I, why? Why would you what? not ask any further questions? Let's just go. Let's just go. Well, I guess this shady character is telling the truth. We better get yeah. out of here. I heard him. And he's saying he's what God, whatever. Good lord. <laughs> so they leave, and then sure enough, God, we this get episode a- sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> okay, so they leave, uh, and then all of a sudden we get a scene with Simp Killer Croc. Sure enough, he's hollowing in with guess who, General Grievous, and he has the merchandise he's looking for. And what does he reveal? Oh, he has R two D two. So if Anakin would have just, I don't know, I don't do a Jedi mind trick on the dumbass guy, do something. Good Lord. Just, yeah, well, we'll just go. I heard him, but we'll just go. We were just attacked by two assassin droids. We'll just go. <laughs> um, so Anakin and Ahsoka then are back on the ship. They hollow in with Obi-Wan. Um, intelligence confirms Grievous spies have been intercepting messages. Obi-Wan orders Anakin to split up with his ships, split up his three ships, and find the Separatist base in the sector and destroy it. So um, these messages stop getting intercepted Anakin at that point leaves in his fighter and he brings R3 with after Ahsoka implores him to give R3 another chance. <laughs> so Ahsoka said that this would give you guys <laughs> time to bond. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the last thing he should be doing with any droids after the shit he's pulled with R2 here. Like the last thing Anakin needs is to get close to literally anyone. Cause all it does is just fuck with everything. Uh, and at this point, I did remark, what is up with the Muzak? Um, <laughs> it's really bad. It's, it's really powerful. It is some straight up like weird house guitar. I don't even know how to describe it. It's yeah. some strange ass music. And it's just. It's muted. It's muted techno. That's what yes. it is. It's muted. Yeah. It's low. And en- it's the kind of techno the low energy battle droid listens <laughs> yes. to. Like the low energy droid. That's what he listens to. He just vibes to this shit. And he watches like a, a lava lamp or something. It's just <laughs> it's just so weird. It's just so off putting and complete like completely takes you out of the episode, which is fine because I want to be taken out of this episode for any goddamn reason possible. But it's just so different from anything you've ever heard on Star Wars. Anything is like if it was so the one thing that it kind of reminded me of is in season two now of the Mandalorian uh, when uh, I think it, it Kel or Moff Gideon uh, when he does his robot stormtroopers, like there is a very specific, like almost dub step kind of music that happens whenever he, he activates the, the, the like dark troopers or dub troopers as I see people call them. Um, it kind of reminded me of that, but that is a very specific place. It only happens when those units get activated. This episode, it's like throughout the episode. It's just in the background of almost every scene. It's yeah. very weird. The musical aesthetic of this episode is just completely different than anything you've ever heard. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't know why this episode. There's nothing about this episode that screams house music to me. It you know, <laughs> if anything, it should be dark orchestral music like we're used to. It's a very dark episode. I don't get it. Whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Let's what happens on. next? 
<laughs> I don't remember. Where were we? <laughs> oh, okay. So then we're back. Um, Anakin leaves with R3 uh, so he can bond with the fucking droid or whatever. R2, we see R2 then, and he somehow gets his restraining bolt off, and he starts wandering around the scavenging ship. And one of the assassin droids sees him and starts pursuing him. This is the highlight of the episode for me. R2, <laughs> being the absolute lad that he is, the absolute large son, he tricks it into going to an airlock, the docking airlock, and he shoots it into space. <laughs> so he just... And the other part about this too is like R2, the way he gets the restraining bolt off. I, I, I didn't see it. I had turned my head away and I was not rewinding. He literally, he, cause it juts out from his, like his abdomen. So he just like, kind of like brushes it up against a, a door jam and like pushes it off. <laughs> and like I wrote down, I don't think that's how those things work. Like it was the it was legitimately it, like I thought of like if I put a birthday like party hat on my cat like it was exactly the same thing like how how she would have gotten the hat off is like how hard you got a restraining pulled off so, and it must not have had a very good hold on him then either no so is it like is it like one of those fridge magnets that just lost is just falling like all the time rushed against a door jam and the thing just falls off yeah. I got like these fridge magnets that have to be placed perfectly to even stay on the fridge at this point. That's what it's like. It's just, there's nothing to it. So he easily gets it off. Uh, he uh, tricks, the, but yeah, he tricks an assassin droid that's pursuing him and doing airlock, shoots it into space. Very comical. Probably the best moment of the episode. Uh, but as soon as he does that, Simp Killer Croc finds him. He's like, oh, you got your restraining bolt off, did you? Burp, burp, burp. And. <laughs> We get back to Anakin and R3. They're arriving at the section that they're scouting, looking for the Separatist uh, secret base. Anakin tells R3 to turn on long-range scanners. He turns on the tracking beacon instead. Uh, Ahsoka sees the tracking beacon on scanners and tells Rex to gather some troops. They're going there. Uh, Grievous also gets the signal and goes to engage Skywalker, and sure enough, shows up like immediately with two battle cruisers versus one Anakin and one little fighter with a malfunctioning droid. Um, so Anakin's trying to bail. He wants R3 to prep the hyperdrive engine. Instead, R3 just drops the hyperdrive engine. (laughs) I love R3. I love him. (laughs) He knows Anakin sucks. He's trying to get him killed. I'm convinced he's trying to get him killed. Uh, Grievous sends like a shit ton of fighters after Anakin. Anakin's pretty much dead in the water. He managed to blow up a few, but R3 continues his incompetence. And suddenly the twilight <laughs> comes out of hyperdrive and just wastes a bunch of fighters that are about to, that got Anakin dead to rights. So the, the twilight, Ahsoka and Rex come to save Anakin, uh, blow a bunch of fighters out. Uh, Anakin manages to dock his fighter into the twilight um, and they escape. They jump at the hyperdrive and escape. Um, at this point, I thought we were going to make it a full episode, but no, Grievous kills a droid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's another thing he's good at, killing his allies. I know He's I great know. at killing his allies. I wrote down, like, at least Tom will have this. <laughs> Through the <laughs> shitty episode, this is the highlight. Well, I thought for a minute, I was like, oh, maybe we got some continuity here where he's kind of taken Dooku's complaints to heart about not destroying the droids. <laughs> and then sure enough, because you got like three droid lines where I'm like, oh, he probably would have killed him there in the past episodes, you know? But nope. Uh, as soon as that happens, he just immediately kills a droid. 
uh, for, I don't know what the droid says, like, oh, they got away. Some He literally says, like, they got away. And then he kills the droid. That's all, whatever. But yeah, Grievous kills a droid. So highlight of the week. That's one of them. Um, we then get back Anakin on Twilight. He yells at R3. Ahsoka gets mad at him for hurting R3's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Which at least, at least she acknowledges that they have some sentience and they have emotions. Like these droids are just so dependable to these people. It's like, no, they understand the finality of death. We've clarified this. You need to treat them better. Um, Anakin says, I don't care. R2's out there. He knows it. Roll credits. The episode is over. <laughs> well, and so throughout the entire episode, we've had, oh God, this, I was exhausted by the end of this thing. Um, so the, the entire episode, we've had the weird mellow techno music that's been playing. And then like, for the last 30 seconds, all of a sudden they like slowly pot in the John Williams score. And it ends with like the beautiful traditional Star Wars music. It is so weird. This whole episode hurts my brain. It's, it's just, just it's 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 so weird. It's just like nothing happens. They end exactly where they began. There's just like it's it's, it's like they had a make a wish kid come in and do an episode for him. <laughs> like just some five year old. They brought in some kids like, hey, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Like <laughs> it's so weird. This episode sucks. Uh, I guess let's just get to the ratings. Um, all right, and first of all, so I, I I've started pulling up the. Uh, uh, I'll get to it after you give. You give yours, but uh, yeah. So never mind. You just give your give your rating. <laughs> what are you giving like, this one? I want to give it a really low score. Um, I just I feel like I don't want to set the bar too low because I have a feeling it could get worse. <laughs> After well, seeing this, anything is possible. Last week, I want to mind you. Last week, I feel like I, a four. Okay, what? Oh, oh yeah, no, that was two weeks ago. Last week was a high point. I thought okay. Rookies was great. Oh, yeah, Rookies. I was thinking of Destroy Malevolence. Oh, no, Rookies was fantastic. I gave that one a seven. So uh, this one, uh, just fo- following that sucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you give this I, one? I'm going to be harsh, and if the, a worse episode comes along that I need to rank it lower, I'll do that. I'm going to give it a two. I'm giving it a two out of ten. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. There were some moments. I mean, he farted on them, which was hilarious. <laughs> and R2 tricked that assassin droid into getting shot into space, and Grievous killed a droid. Those are that's it. That's it. That's it. Those are like three little things that were redeemable about this episode. Other than that, it honestly, it it like hurt my eyes to watch this shit. It hurt my ears to listen to this shit. This really episode sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. It's just I, and, and, and like the, the the animation too. It's also dark and just grim and just gross. Oh like yeah, nothing about it is good. The music is terrible. You don't know, understand what's going no, on. The, the music. Reason, the only reason I haven't brought up animation is because I committed to not bringing up that again because I talked about how shitty it is every episode. But no, like, it's kill awful. Would it kill Simp Killer Croc to like put, I don't know, like a petunia on a ship or something? Like put a fucking flower in there. Like liven it up a little bit, buddy. Like you must be so depressed. And you're just farting on people. We've said in previous episodes, like the episodes that take place in space, in early space, 
need to be like strong and have a strong story in order to like actually and give us something to look at. Star Wars is a very visual experience, and this just falls flat on that. There's nothing to look at. There's nothing interesting. You see nothing you haven't seen before, and everything you see is boring as hell. It's like if you gave me a pen and told me to draw something, and it, I just I just drew you a black and white picture. That's all it is. I feel like, I feel like they could accomplish exactly the same thing they did with this episode if they just like didn't bother animating and just showed like storyboards, like legitimately every scene, like still drawn pictures, like back to back. I feel like could have accomplished the same thing. Yes, it absolutely could have. Um, and it really, you know, you mentioned it, a five-minute episode. You could have taken everything you need to get from this and put it in like a five-minute scene in a different episode. Yeah. And I can't believe we're going to go on another week with this fucking storyline. <laughs> what is next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was your rating? All right, I gave it a three. So what? slightly, your eyes slightly more than you, but still really bad, really really bad. It <laughs> is rough. It I, I I tell you, faithful listener, if you you if you want to use this and not watch the episode, you have full permission. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> no, I still would do it. It's worth seeing just for how bad it. Can yeah, be. just listen to the music. Just listen to it for the music. That 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 in itself, I think. I pulled the IMDb ratings also, and so thus far, it's been pretty consistent. They floated right around like yeah, 7.4, 7.5. Uh-huh. The one we listened to last week, Rookies, that was the highest rated one so far with a 7.9. Okay. Downfall of a Droid is, is rated... 6.7. That's so, really bad for IMDb, too, because the only yes. people voting on this shit are people that are hardcore into this. Yep. Exactly. So You're not getting not casuals voting on Downfall of a Droid. It may not seem that bad, but that is very low for an IMDb rating. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad that... I mean, Yeah, I mean, God, if you look at some of the movies that have like a 6.5... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's like... Uh, I love IMDb ratings because it's like The Godfather, 9.9. Uh, Waterboy, 9.8. <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, 10. <laughs> All right, let's get on with it. Yeah, you're like. All right, what's your light side moment for the week? You started off. It's always starting with you. You've... All right. It's your um, my light side moment of the week. <laughs> I think when he farts on him. <laughs> it's so stupid. But then again, the whole fucking episode is stupid. At least this was like funny, I guess. Like I you know, I expect dumb shit, but this was just beyond. It was just so dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> he farts directly on like he fires it at their face. <laughs> As he's crawling through the half-open aperture. firing farts. Like, it's clearly a fart. That's my light side moment. Oh, my God. So mine was a toss-up. Uh, <laughs> I ended up settling on... He farted finally on seeing, like, Finally seeing <laughs> the IG, IG units moving in action. Like, okay. The, I thought the, like, the actual way they moved was pretty cool. 
Um, oh God, it's so tiring. But yeah, that was my <laughs> life moment. Please tell me you considered the fart. <laughs> dark side moment, you go. Well, I got dark side music now. You got me. This is what our dark the side worst part. Worst, the worst part of this turn. Uh huh. I, I'm really tempted to say the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it all sucked. Um, oh, dude, I'm actually having a hard time determining what the worst part is. I know. The music. For me, it's the music. The music is so bad. And, like, I can deal with some poor animation, some poor visual experience. I can deal with that. I can deal with a crap storyline that doesn't seem to go anywhere and just <laughs> you're completely it's just, you're not invested in this storyline at all. I can deal with that. The music was just so off-putting. I mean, it was icing on the shit cake. It was so bad. It was so weird. Yeah. It was just it wasn't Star Wars. I don't know what it was. It's so weird. Um yeah, so my dark side, my dark side moment is Fat Bosk farting. (laughs) 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 It could have been, like, I see what you're going for putting it as a light side, because it is, like, I laugh during it too, but there's nothing leading up to it. Like, if there was some kind of foreshadowing. This is your first, this is your first introduction to this guy. (laughs) Well, if there was any kind of foreshadowing, like, oh no, this is going to be a ridiculous episode. Like this is going to be an episode that is just kind of like wacky. Then yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'm on board. But this is like, it's in this weird area where it's like kind of being serious. Like Anakin's trying to find a lost war buddy. <laughs> but then all of a sudden they get there and this fat lizard is farting in their faces <laughs> through a door. It's just so weird and like uh, oh it just hit me the wrong way when it happened. Oh um all right, fair enough. Uh let's get to our dark side hero the I'm our dark, dark dude. It, I'm losing my mind just thinking about the dark horse hero of the week. We're both going to bed after after we're done yeah. recording. This, this episode took a lot out of us. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, Jesus is tough. I can't stress how hard this is for me to pick. Uh, I guess my Dark Horse Hero of the Week is R3 for almost getting Anakin killed like R3. 10 times. <laughs> you know, he's clearly something's going on with him. But <laughs> he's my Dark Horse Hero of the Week. One, he's a character we haven't met yet. Um, I could give it to uh, Simp Croc, uh, Simp Killer Croc, parting on them, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go give it to R three just because of just the comical nature of how pathetic he is at doing his job. Okay. Yeah. I. Um, so for mine, I for a while I was thinking about going with Ga Knocked, just because. He's, you know, he's 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 an entrepreneur. He's he's going he's going through past battlefields, collecting junk, trying to sell it. Like I can appreciate that. He's trying to make the best of being Ganacht. a galaxy that's at war. Ganacht is the future that libertarians want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> the utopia that all libertarians are striving for. Is being Ghana. <laughs> hey, the guy's his own boss. Can't fault him. You know? 
Um, so then that was going to be my Dark Horse Hero of the Week. But then I remembered that scene with Obi-Wan in the very first part talking to Anakin and Ahsoka. And my Dark Horse Hero of the Week is going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just because now he doesn't only have to deal with Anakin, he also has to deal with Ahsoka's bullshit too. <laughs> so, just a little note of appreciation for him. Alright, I can get down with that. Um, Alright, so... I guess the only thing we have left to do is take a look at our opening credit line. Um, this week it was trust in your friends and they'll have a reason to trust in you. Yes. And let me, I'm pulling up what you, your prediction was last week. One second. Nothing could have predicted this Travis. <laughs> craziest thing is it's not like we went from a season three episode to a season one either they're back to back all right so this is your prediction from last week the opening moral this week was trust in your friends and they'll have a reason to trust in you your prediction last week was this episode is going to have some anakin and obi-wan stuff uh and anakin is going to be very weary of obi-wan's over or orders so I mean, you're not. I didn't hit it on the head, but (laughs) it did happen. But I wouldn't say I got it. I didn't hit the nail on the head, but hey, it happened. So I I was in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Yay me. That's my light side moment. I was in the ballpark. There we go. Oh, God. What do we have next week for a tagline? You got that ready for us? I do. So next week is an episode called Duel of the Droids, and that is season one, episode seven. So still right in a row, should lead right into the next one. Duel um, of the Droids. Duel of the Droids. God. <laughs> okay, so next week's next week's moral is you hold on to friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head. You hold on to friends by keeping your heart a little softer than your head. Yep. So what's your take on that fortune cookie? I think Anakin, at the end of the episode, he's all mad about R3, and Ahsoka's mad that he hurt R3's feelings. Anakin says he doesn't care and says R2's out there somewhere. He just knows it. Um, So I think his head is telling him R2 is a lost cause, but his heart's not going to be able to let it go. And that is how we are going to rescue R2. Anakin is not going to let go of this. Okay. So he's got a soft spot in his heart for R2, and he's not going to use his head. He's going to use his heart, and it's actually going to lead to finding R2-D2. All right. Well, we're going to find out next week. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, any final thoughts on that? (laughs) No. No, I don't have final thoughts. I just (laughs) want it to be over. You know, and since, um, you know, in... In honor of this episode, uh, I think I'm going to change up the music going out just because fuck it. Who needs to stick with the plan? Who needs to stick with the music? Let's just play whatever the fuck we want, right? Sure. It's in honor of this episode. Clearly, they're not sticking with the plan with the music here. So uh, do you have any your final may the force may don't watch this fucking episode be with you? Oh, leading out. I'll just say thank you again, listeners, for 
bearing with us and watching this horrible oh, episode. One thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. Uh, shoot us an email at clonecastpod at gmail.com or follow us at clonecastpod on Twitter and Instagram. All right. That's and it. And next week, we'll catch you back for your duel of the droids. And until then, uh, may the fat Bosk fart be with you. Yep. And I'm playing this song because I want to. Now it's over. <laughs> One you need.